Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is We Have Options, hosted by me, personal finance expert, Dominique Broadway. I left my career as a financial advisor to the 1% to help the 99% build generational wealth. No matter who you are, you have options, and I am here to help you turn those options into dollar signs. I am so excited to kick off episode one of my new podcast, We Have Options with Dominique Broadway. If you don't know me yet, hello, welcome. I'm a personal finance expert who left my cushy job as a financial advisor to the 1% to help the 99% build generational wealth. Along the way, I went from being flat broke to generating over $8.5 million. And on my podcast, I am going to teach you exactly how I did that and how you can too. In future episodes, I'm going to be telling you more about my story. But today, it's not about me. It's about you and showing you how you can use the stock market to build wealth. And where better to begin than teaching you everything you need to know about options, even if you have never purchased the option, even if you've never even heard of an option, this episode is for you. And just to be straight up with you, no, options are really not that complicated, but If you're new to the investing world, there will be quite a bit of new terminology in this episode. So if you feel like the whole dictionary is being thrown at you, relax, take a deep breath, chill out. Because first of all, this episode isn't going anywhere. You can reverse, rewind, rewind again in this episode until it starts feeling familiar. And second, in Wednesday's episode next week, I am going to be helping my producer purchase an option for the first time live on tape so you can follow along with us step by step. I got you. So let's get started with a key concept. Let's talk about the difference between investing and trading. Believe it or not, a lot of people don't realize that they're actually different. Okay, so what does it mean to invest? The dictionary definition of investing is the act of committing money or capital to an endeavor with the expectation of obtaining an additional income or profit. So you can invest in so many different types of things. This could be investing into stocks, bonds, real estate, art, jewelry, crypto, baseball cards, wine is what I just learned, and whiskey. You can invest in so many different things, but you understand when you're investing that you're investing this money right now. You may not see a profit from it today, but you know that you're going to get some additional income or profit from it in the future, okay? So let's talk about what trading is. Trading is the act of buying, selling, or exchanging Stocks, bonds, or currency. So essentially, you're making more frequent transactions. Buying something at this price and selling it at hopefully a higher price very soon, right? That's essentially what trading is. And you can trade so many different things from stocks, bonds, options, 
uh, Forex, crypto, even some people trade houses and REITs and real estate and things like that, right? But when you're trading, you're looking to make money every day, every week, every month or every quarter. So as you can see, when you're trading, your goal is to make money in a shorter time frame versus when investing, you're looking to make money over time. Now that we know the difference between investing and trading, let's talk about what a stock is, okay? So essentially a stock is when you have a share of a ownership in a company. You can go and purchase stock in any publicly traded company that's out, right? Any company that's currently being publicly traded. So example, Twitter is no longer a publicly traded company. Elon Musk just purchased Twitter. So, you know, a few months ago, it was a publicly traded company and now it's not. Now it's a privately traded company, right? Or a privately owned company versus Apple, publicly traded company. You can go and purchase stock in that company right now. So if you go and purchase stock in Apple today, that does not mean that you can just walk up in the Apple store and say, hey, I am part owner, give me an iPad. They will probably kick you out. But essentially, you do have a vested ownership or a share of ownership in that company when you purchase a stock, okay? Each stock has their own stock symbol. So Apple stock symbol is AAPL, uh, Google stock symbol is GOOG, et cetera, et cetera, right? Every company has their own stock symbol. And then we have our stock price. The stock price is what you're paying to actually purchase that stock. So each stock has a price and that stock price fluctuates throughout the day. So the price that you're paying to purchase a stock is the share price, all right? And that share price gives you one stock in that company. Next, we have the change in value, right? So a stock price is changing all throughout the day. You may see it increase in value, you may see it decrease in value, and that is literally a representation of how much the stock price is changing all throughout the day. Now that we know what a stock is, let's talk about options and why we love options and all the different ways that we can utilize options in our investment portfolio. The first thing is speculation. So speculation is if you think you know where the market might be going next, right? You could buy calls or you can buy puts. And we'll talk more about what a call is and what a put is in a second. But you can buy calls or puts based on where you think the market's going to go via you speculating. Next is income. Yes, believe it or not, there are ways to sell options to collect income from a stock that you already own or even other options that you own. The concept of first selling high and then buying low may sound crazy, but it is a thing, okay? Next is protection. Protection, protection, protection. This is originally what a lot of people use options for, right? To hedge their positions or to protect their portfolios. It all comes down to insurance. In those moments that you might need to set yourself up with a way to protect your investment before something happens, sort of like a like how we protect our homes and our cars with insurance. That's another way that we can utilize options. So now let's jump into understanding options. Now, I'm a visual person, so I need to see this to understand it. If you are like me, check the link in the show notes to see the option chain in real life and what we're actually talking about. Options are essentially contracts, and they are offering the buyer, which in most cases is you, the right, but not the obligation to buy or sell the underlying asset, which is typically a stock, at an agreed upon price during a certain period of time 
or on a certain date. Dominique, what does that mean? I got you, right? So essentially, it is a contract that says you have the right to purchase Apple stock at a certain price by this date if you want to, but you are not required to. That's essentially what that means, okay? Now, options are different from stocks, as I mentioned, is that they do not represent ownership in a company. When you purchase a stock, it does represent ownership in a company, but when you purchase an option, it does not represent ownership in a company. You are just purchasing the right. You are purchasing the option to do something at a later date, okay? So where do you even go to purchase options? Is it something that you can just pull up to your bank and walk to the teller? Do you need to phone a friend? Like how do you actually and where do you actually do this? So you can purchase options at any brokerage firm that offers options trading, all right? So this can be any of your preferred broker from E-Trade to Robinhood to Fidelity or TD Ameritrade, Charles Schwab. All of the major brokerage firms typically offer option trading. So it can literally be as simple as logging online, opening up an account, applying for option trading and being able to get started. So now that we know what a stock is and now that we know why and some of the ways that we use options, let's bust some of these option myths. Options have a lot of myths going around about them, right? So let's go ahead and knock these out so you guys know the real deal when it comes to options. First things first, first myth, options are too risky and way too complicated. Not true. But this is the facts. Anything that you don't have a good understanding of can seem super complicated. I think about my daughter all the time. When she was first learning how to walk, it seemed so complicated to her. Putting one foot into the next, oh my gosh, she could not figure it out. This is the same thing when you're learning about options. It's brand new. You're figuring it out. So of course, anything that you don't have a good understanding of can seem risky and complicated. And I'm going to show you on We Have Options how these things aren't risky and complicated. So boom, first myth out no longer true, okay? The next myth is that you need to own the stock to purchase options, and this is also false. One of the things, one of the many things I love about options is that it allows you to control, not own, but to control hundreds of shares of stock at a time at a fraction of the cost. That's amazing, which means that you don't have to actually own the stocks, right? Absolutely amazing. Love that. Love that. Okay, next, you have to be an expert to make money with options. This is not true. Option trading is not just for experts. You can learn and begin successfully trading at this craft, okay? Patience, self-control, and discipline are the name of the option game, all right? The next myth is that buying and holding stocks are better than options. And that is also a myth. Now, there are certain option strategies that can actually help you build your buy and hold portfolio way faster and help you to hedge your portfolio to protect losses in a downturn. Now, I love owning and holding my stocks. And you can still do that, but we can also still use and leverage options to grow those portfolios even quicker. Stick around. We have options. We'll be right back. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to We Have Options. Let's get back to your money. Now, what is a option contract, right? What is an option contract? So essentially, as I said, options are contracts. So these are just some option basics that I need you guys to understand. Now, there are two types of options. The first one are calls. First one is calls. Next are puts puts. And to remember this, when I was taking my series seven back in the day and I was sitting there taking the test, call up, put down, call up, put down. This is literally what I was saying the entire test. So I can remember this. So if we think the price of a stock is going to go up, we buy calls. If we think the price of a stock is going to go down, we buy buy or look for puts. Call up, put down. Boom. There we go. Now you already know more about options than the average American just by understanding the difference between a call and a put. Yeah, yeah, yeah for you. Okay, next. Very important to understand. One option contract equals 100 shares. I repeat, one Option contract equals 100 shares. This is very important. So if one option contract equals 100 shares, two option contracts equals 200 shares, three option contracts equals 300 shares, and so on, so on, so on. You cannot buy half of an option contract. You can only buy whole option contracts. All right, next, let's talk about what is actually on the option chain when you're starting to research and actually look at options. First things first is the stock symbol. So keeping in mind that the option chains will all look very different based on what platform you are using, okay? Please know that, right? So they'll all look different, but these terminologies in the things you're seeing, now that you understand, hopefully, these concepts and terms, you'll be able to quickly identify them no matter what the user interface looks like on the various brokerage platforms, okay? So the first thing you want to make sure that you always see is the stock symbol because that lets you know what company you're actually looking at. So the stock symbol is usually going to be somewhere around the top, but somewhere that's pretty prevalent to let you know that, hey, you're looking at Apple stock or Google stock or whatever it may be, okay? So that's the first thing you're going to see is the stock symbol to see what company you're actually looking at. Next, you're going to see a bunch of expiration dates, all right? A bunch of expiration dates. These expiration dates are literally when these options expire. After these dates, these options are no longer valid. They're no longer good. They're spoiled milk, 
Okay, that's what these expiration dates tell you. And as I was saying earlier, right, these expiration dates or when we're purchasing this contract, we're buying the right to do some sort of action by a certain date. And that is this expiration date. Okay, next, you're also going to see strike prices. All right, you're going to see strike prices. Those are usually a lot of times around the on, on the left side of the option chain. So let me take it back one more step. What is the strike price? I like to think, and we'll talk more about all of this, but I like to think of the strike price as the number that I want the stock price to hit. The strike price, right? Boom, the strike price. That is the number that I want the stock to get to. Boom, strike, hit, and go above if we're looking at calls or the number that I want it to hit and go below it if we're looking at puts. Okay, so you'll see all of your strike prices. Another thing that you wanna make sure that you see, you're gonna see calls and you're gonna see puts. And you always wanna make sure that you have the right button selected so that you're not accidentally buying calls or you're accidentally buying puts and you meant to do the other thing, all right? So that's another thing you wanna make sure that's always selected correctly. Uh, next, we have our premium prices. Your premium price is the price that you are going to pay for the option. And you'll notice that the premium price is going to be dollars or cents compared to whatever the current share price is. And you will also see the current share price of the stock on the option chain as well. Another thing that you'll also see on the option chain is the change in the option price today. So you'll see if the option price has gone up 10% today or 5% or 2% or 30%, right? So that lets you know that since the market opened, this is how much the option price has gone up or down on this day, okay? So that's a nice brief overview of what the option chain looks like and what all the different things on it actually mean, no matter which platform you are in. Now, let's hop into option pricing. Now, we know what an option is. We have our calls. We have our puts. We know we can buy one option contract. It's going to allow us to control 100 shares. Now, let's go into the price. What are we buying? What are we paying? You know, you said, Dominique, we're not paying for the actual stock. So what do we pay? Where does this price come from? Well, they don't just pull it out of the sky. The price that you're paying when you purchase an option is what we call the premium price. Remember we were talking about insurance, premium insurance. Oh, these are all insurance terms. Mm, probably never noticed that. Now, we are actually paying the premium price. The premium price is the price that you pay to purchase each option contract, okay? This premium price is made up of a few things, but the simple formula is essentially the intrinsic value plus time value is where they come up with the premium price. So they add the intrinsic value and they add the time value and that is how they determine the premium prices, which is the price that you pay to purchase the option, okay? Now, what is intrinsic value? The intrinsic value is the in the money amount of an options contract. So, before I lose you, <laughs> that means this is the amount above the strike price that the stock is trading at, okay? So that means that the intrinsic value is the amount above whatever the strike price is for the option, 
Okay. And these strike prices, as I mentioned, are the numbers that we want the option to boom, strike, hit, get to and go above. If we're looking at calls or boom, strike, hit and get to or go below if we're looking at puts. Okay. So going back to the intrinsic value, the intrinsic value is the amount, right? The in the money amount of an options contract. Okay, so if we are looking at a strike price of $125 and the stock is trading at $127, that means there's a $2 difference. That $2 difference is the intrinsic value. It is the amount that the share price is higher than the strike price. Okay, and then the other amount is the time value. The time value is the added value that an investor has to pay for an option over time, right? So essentially with options, the further out you go when you're looking at options, the more money you pay. You're paying for more time. So they take the intrinsic value and the time value, the time, okay? Add that up and that determines the premium price. And the premium price is the price that you pay per option contract, okay? Now, if we were buying one option contract right now, Okay, remember one option contract equals 100 shares. And if the premium price is currently $2, okay? So we would say, I am buying one option contract, which means that I am going to pay $2 times 100 shares, which means that it's gonna cost me $200 to control, not own, but to control 100 shares of whatever stock we are looking at, okay? Which is probably a lot cheaper than actually purchasing the stock. All right, so that is what option pricing is and how it works and how they determine what amount you actually pay to purchase the option. So how long would it take you to earn $1,740? For the average American It probably takes about two weeks, honestly, right? But I was able to execute an option trade recently. I received a option signal from one of my signal technologies, and that took about 30 seconds for me to look at it, probably less. I researched the option and took about two minutes. And then I checked the status of my option trade took about 30 seconds. I set a stop loss to make sure that I didn't lose any more money than I wanted to in this trade. The total time that I spent researching and and looking into the option took about three minutes and 15 seconds. I spent about 16 hours in the trade, but that's mostly time that I was actually asleep, to be honest. And I ended up waking up, selling that option and making $1,740. So 3.5 minutes researching the option, 16 hours in the trade. So are you sold on options yet? If you're ready to dive right in, you'll want to pay special attention to Friday's episode where I'll be breaking down the biggest option moves of the week and getting you ready for the starting bell on Monday morning. If you need more time breaking down concepts, I've got you covered. That's what I'll be doing on next Wednesday's episode where I'll walk my producer through buying her very first option. See you then. And in the meantime, keep your money on your mind and your mind on your options. 
We Have Options is a production of Money News Network. We Have Options is written and hosted by me, Dominique Broadway. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie.